Hi everyone, and welcome to episode 43 of Beyond the INC, the unofficial keen podcast that considers the Far East to mean anywhere past Liverpool Street. On today's show, we'll be previewing a forthcoming Beyond the INC special announcement. We'll be chuntering about the latest keen news and speculating on things as per usual. And we'll be presenting one of our Twitter followers with a prize. (laughs) Who loves prizes? Everyone loves prizes. That's all coming up on today's frankly overwhelming edition of Beyond the INC. I just can't contain my excitement. Me neither. First of all, we have an announcement to make. We've been looking at world-class podcasts for 481 days. That's well over a year, and we think it's about time we celebrated that fact. Yeah, some pretty cool stuff has gone down over the past year or so, from Tim's visit to the squat, to the live episode down in the shop doorways of London's glittering West End, and, of course, our album playback in late September. Brilliant, wasn't it? And uh, to celebrate, we've got something really special coming up involving the band later on in the month. Mm-hmm. But we're going to keep the details quiet for just a moment now. All will be revealed on Monday the 10th of August on keenmusic.com. It's all very exciting, we do assure you, so hopefully you'll think it's worth the wait. Yep, so keep checking there until your index fingers fall off. So, what's been going on in the Keen world then since last time we spoke, Andrew? Well, the band are out in the Far East at the moment. Um, Mm -hmm. On the website, Richard's been doing his now traditional photo blog. Um, quite a heartwarming story in there um, that just went up today about how Richard and Jesse went to a uh, a restaurant without any cash on them, being the naive foreigners that they are. And when they found out that the restaurant didn't take cards, in a bit of a pickle. Um, but as it happened, some guys at the next table, by chance they'd heard of Keen. And they bailed them out and picked up their tab. It's pretty good of them, I reckon, isn't yeah, it? Quite a, sort of a nice story. Yeah. Although, to, to be honest, even if they'd heard of Keen, they probably still would have had an absolutely no idea who Richard and Jesse are. Um, so yeah, fair play to them. Getting back to the music, the band have played at Summer Sonic, thankfully under better circumstances than the last time they were booked in 2006, which was a preface to Tom's problems surfacing publicly. They'll be stopping off in Korea, too, to play at the ETP Festival, uh, a festival which has a bill that can only have been booked by random number generator, seeing as it features such keen likes as Limp Biscuit and Nine Inch Nails. That has got to be one of the weirdest lineups ever, I think. You have to, uh, you have to take it as they come. Bit of Keen, yeah. bit of Limp Biscuit. Absolutely. Anyway, after that, they'll be off to the V Festival. Goody. Um, so, whilst the band have been away, the official website's been mi- marking time, sort of, and sort of like all good TV stations do during the summer, mm-hmm. banging out these old repeats. And they've reposted some vintage live blogs from the 2006 tour, such as uh, the one when they played in London, and the classic, that one when the light fell over. Oh, they were the days, eh? Yeah. Uh, Tom's also been speaking to keymusic.com about that new Canaan? Canaan? Canaan, Canaan. We're still not sure how to say that, but uh, Tom's very enthusiastic about it all, nevertheless. Uh, he's also been talking about Glastonbury cricket and his charity work. But go and have a look if you uh, have a minute. Beyond the so last time we talked about the possibility of a new EP later in the year, and the details for that are now starting to be firmed up. Mm, we spotted that in an interview with Singapore's New Electric Paper during the current Far East tour, Richard had this to say. We hope to produce an EP of the stuff we've been doing by the end of the year. It'll contain about six songs or so. Yeah, but which six songs do you think they are? Um, that's open for debate at the moment, so what do you reckon then, Andrew? Um, 
given what Tom was saying before, the two Canaan uh, tracks, they're looking pretty certain to see the light of day. Um, last time we were saying about My Shadow, never been properly released, very hard to get hold of legally. That'll probably go on there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. There's the, the Kanye West remix or track or whatever it was that they worked on. That was uh, You Haven't Told Me Anything, wasn't we, it? We think, we mm-hmm. think it was anyway. Um, then Disco 2000 that was recorded in America, which went out on the Island 50 compilation. Um, what else have we got? Um, yeah, I mean, for the Perfect Symmetry sessions, we haven't really seen a lot. I mean, other than the 11 songs that they recorded and the two B-sides that they've put out, there's not a lot else that's really come out. When Yeah, I think we said last time the, the lack of B-sides that came out for the record means there's plenty of tracks left. Yeah. I guess if you, if you put them all together, you've, you've pretty much got the EP right there, haven't you? Yeah, I mean, it's a great mix, I think. Um, you know, some... Some remixes, some new stuff, some a cover. I mean, this variety. I mean, we don't know, but I mean, that for me, that would be a great, a great mix of songs. Yeah. So I guess we'll see what happens with that, and um, we'll be returning to that as more info comes out in the uh, in the next few weeks and months. Yep. Um, but while we're while we're throwing some ideas about, just um, literally just before we started recording tonight, um, we were just having a chat about um, Keen's headline um, slots. We were looking ahead to, to V, and we noticed that. Um, they're doing a lot of second stage headliner slots this year. Yeah, we hadn't realised that all of their UK and Irish festival appearances were second stage headliners, which is uh, quite something, really. Now, what does that have to do with anything, you ask? Um, well, basically, we, what we were thinking was that it's, it's sort of a change of tactics for the band, because mm. back when they were doing festival appearances to tie in with Under the Iron Sea and the sort of the second phase of Hopes and Fears, yeah. they are playing these big slots on the main stages. Yeah, third or fourth from the top, really, thereabouts. Yeah, sort of playing for roughly sort of 45 minutes, and that means they basically only get to play part of the set, but they were playing it to as many people as they could, like a huge crowd. Mm. Whereas with these second stage headliners, they're up against sort of huge acts, really. I mean, it was Blur at T, wasn't it? And yeah. uh, Oasis at V Festival. Yeah, that's some, that's some really, you know, big names. Yeah. And I reckon, um, and this, this just being my opinion, that I think um, the way, you know, they're thinking tactically, they, they'd rather play the headline slot because although they're going to be playing to, to fewer people because they've got a you know, massive stage um, playing, you know, Oasis or Blur or whatever, yeah. the crowd are going to be coming specifically to see Keen. That's true, actually, yeah. I mean, th- there's going to be sort of fewer casual fans, isn't it? People are going to be there because they really love Keen. Yeah, people who are more into the music. And it's Which gonna is going to give it an intimate feel, really, isn't it? Yeah, it's going to attract people who are big fans of the first and second records, but who might not have given Perfect Symmetry a chance, I mm. think. Because of the longer stage time, they're going to get to see all of those hits from the first couple of records. But they'll also get to see lots of new material, which, of course, is great for the band because they can encourage some of the fans of the older stuff to buy the new stuff. So, you know, it all uh, it all makes sense, I think. It does indeed. Yeah. Just a thought, I guess. Yeah. You I mean, it could be wrong. This is uh, this could be nonsense. Maybe those are the only sorts they were offered or something. But that was just what we were chatting about earlier on tonight. Beyond the As you may know, we've set up our own Twitter account, which we've been using to put out bits and pieces in between recording. Yeah, we get so busy nowadays that recording time is a bit of a luxury. You know, we know how the band feel. Yeah. So the Twitter acts as a bit of a stopgap for yeah. us. Yeah. Um, so look out for us under Beyond Iron Sea. That's no the. And follow us if you want to see what we're getting up to in between episodes. Yeah, it's all the rage now. Uh, we built quite a cult following already. So to encourage you to join them, we're going to present to you our prize tweet. The best tweet aimed at us between each episode will pick up some form of Keen-related thing as a prize. So, the first ever prize tweet comes from Laura. The true facts are really odd in this ep. 
Is Tom Chaplin really writing an opera? How does he have time when they're touring? Well, the answer, Laura, is that he's really good at managing his time. It's a common trait amongst people who have a personal assistant. Yep. Thanks, Laura, and we'll be in touch shortly. So don't forget about that announcement on keymusic.com tomorrow. Or today, or yesterday, or last week. Depending on when you tune in. So our email address, if you'd like to contact us, and believe me, you do, is... I always get to do this bit. Mailbox at beyondtheinc.com. And the Twitter, which we really think you should start following, is at twitter.com slash beyondinc. So, next time, we'll be looking ahead to the V Festival, the band's last current scheduled UK date of 2009 at the moment. And looking ahead to when we might be seeing them again. It's actually scheduled, Chris. Scheduled. So until then, look out for that announcement on Monday, and we'll see you soon.